AM850KFUO. We are worldwide at KFUO.org. I'm Gary. This is the Midday Moments program. It's time now for our Moment of Faith with Pastor Doug Nicely from Jerusalem Lutheran Church in Collinsville, Illinois. Hi, Doug. Hi, Gary. Good to talk to you this afternoon. It's great talking to you as well. What's on your mind? What would you like to chat about today? Well, you know, this weekend we're celebrating Independence Day. And usually on Independence Day, there's a hymn that we sing. It's called the National Anthem. We sing it at baseball games and all sorts of other public events. But it's kind of an interesting song, uh, if you look at its background. It's also called the Star-Spangled Banner, or Oak Say Can You See. Um, if we know a little bit of the story behind this anthem, we know that it was written by an attorney named Francis Scott Key. He wrote this song after he witnessed the British bombing of Baltimore in the War of 1812. He saw the American flag measuring 24 by 30 feet in size, a big flag, withstanding the bombing overnight. And in the morning, the flag still stood. The song was named the National Anthem in 1931 by the U.S. president. So uh, it was hanging around all those years. But it wasn't until 1931 that we sang it at baseball games and everything else like that. Okay. All right. Uh, this song has four verses, two of which I never read until a few days ago. <laughs> Just absolutely amazed me. <laughs> we all know the first verse pretty well. Uh, but listen to the one that we occasionally sing, the fourth verse. Oh, thus be it never, when free men shall stand between their loved homes and the war's desolation. Blessed with victory and peace, may the heaven-rescued land praise the power that hath made and preserved us as a nation. Then conquer we must, for our cause it is just, and this be our motto, in God is our trust, and the star-spangled banner in triumph shall wave o'er the land of the free and the home of the brave. I have a feeling that this is a little bit more tenorish than a guy with a bass voice could sing easily. <laughs> you know, the, the song, the, the national anthem is like the hardest song to sing because of the, the pitches. It changes. Uh, it goes from pretty, you know, you start out lower, then it goes way up high. Uh, so, yeah, yeah. yeah. I have the same difficulty. have a really good voice. Yeah. Well, I tried. Yeah. Thank goodness no, I'm going to sing another hymn later on. Okay. Um, there's something in these lyrics that sound like it's both a patriotic uh, hymn and a Christian witness, and that's no coincidence. Francis Scott Key was a lay leader at St. John's Church in Georgetown, Virginia, and Trinity Church in Washington, D.C. for many decades. Although he grew up in a family that owned slaves, he treated his servants with respect by working to free them. He eventually became a leader in the American Colonization Society, which sent freed slaves back home to Africa. He became an advisor to President Jackson's Kitchen Cabinet Group a little bit later on, and he eventually became a strong advocate for the abolition of slavery. He is also considered several times, as he was going through his attorney's career, to become a pastor. So here's a guy who has a little bit of Christian background and conviction in his, in his background. And you can hear it in the hymn that he wrote called Before You Lord We Bow. And that's in our hymnal. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> it's, 
It was sung at our nation's Independence Day celebration in 1832. Uh, The verses in this hymn tell us the story about our nation's history as guided by the mighty acts of God. It's very clear that it's a Christian witness hymn sung sung and written by Francis Scott Key. Before you, Lord, we bow, our God who reigns above and rules the world below, boundless in power and love. Our thanks we bring in joy and praise. Our hearts we raise to you, our King. The nation you have blessed may well your love declare from foes and fears at rest protected by your care in this bright day for this fair land uh, gifts of your hand our thanks we pay may every mountain height each vale and forest green shine in your words pure light and its rich fruits are seen may every tongue be turned to praise and join to raise a grateful song you know gary every time we have uh, in its independence day celebration at the church uh, we come close to it on a sunday uh this is one of the hymns we sing partially because i know the story behind it and partially because in our hymnal we only have two patriotic hymns <laughs> so we got to go with the ones we have yeah that's true yeah Uh, But at any rate, we've heard in many of our social and political circles, quoting the opening words of the Declaration of Independence, to make the case for their causes recently. But listen closely to the words that begin the reading of this document. We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, and they are endowed by their creator with certain inalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Can you remember all those times in recent months in the news where people have been arguing about life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness? And very seldom do I hear anybody say that these are rights given to us, endowed to us by our Creator. Francis Scott Key would have agreed. (laughs) And several of the founding fathers did, too. I know we can argue about the theology of Thomas Jefferson and John Adams, and I guess we could say at the very slightest they probably wouldn't be members of our denomination. But they did acknowledge the presence of God, and they did acknowledge that God was the one who made everything happen. Our hymnal lists this verse from the Psalms as an inspiration for Francis Scott Key's hymn. I will extol you, O my God and King, and bless your name forever and ever. This is the thinking of the man who wrote the Star Spangled Banner, and that's what he meant when he wrote the song. Okay. Would you like to lead us in a prayer? Yeah, let's do that. Lord, we thank you that you have blessed our nation with life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Help us to learn from those who have gone before us that we can't take freedom for granted unless we first acknowledge that this is for freedom that Christ has set us free. We need to stand firm, therefore, and not submit again to a yoke of slavery. For we pray this in the name of Jesus, the Savior of the world, who keeps freeing us from all of our sins all the time. Amen. Amen. Doug, I'm planning on a vacation uh, next week, so we won't have a program next week. But what are we talking about then in two weeks? Well, the, the Sunday before that is uh, the Sunday when we read Jesus' parable about the Good Samaritan. 
So I thought we'd apply the lessons learned from this parable to the hymn, Be Thou My Vision. I know I talked about Be Thou My Vision and its tune slain uh, June a year ago, but this time we're just going to concentrate on Be Thou My Vision and talk about that in connection with this parable. So, Good Samaritan, Be Thou My Vision. We're going to link them together. Okay, sounds have great. Have a great vacation, Gary. Yeah, appreciate it. And you have a great day and a great uh, couple of weeks here, and we'll, we'll chat again soon. All right. We are listener-supported. We are KFUO, the messenger of good news.